Today is March 29th. Welcome to Loving the Word. I'm Reggie. Thank you for being here with me today. Hope you're having a great one so far. We are continuing in the message translation. And we will be in Leviticus chapter 19 verse 1 through chapter 20 verse 21 to begin with. God spoke to Moses. Speak to the congregation of Israel. Tell them, be holy because I, God, your God, am holy. Every one of you must respect his mother and father. Keep my Sabbaths. I am God, your God. Don't take up with no God idols. Don't make gods of cast metal. I am God, your God. When you sacrifice a peace offering to God, do it as you've been taught so it is acceptable. Eat it on the day you sacrifice it and the day following. Whatever is left until the third day is to be burned up. If it is eaten on the third day, it is polluted meat and not acceptable. Whoever eats it will be held responsible because he has violated what is holy to God. That person will be cut off from his people. When you harvest your land, don't harvest right up to the edges of your field or gather the gleanings from the harvest. Don't strip your vineyard bare or go back and pick up the fallen grapes. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am God, your God. Don't steal, don't lie, don't deceive anyone. Don't swear falsely using my name, violating the name of your God. I am God. Don't exploit your friend or rob him. Don't hold back the wages of a hired hand overnight. Don't curse the deaf. Don't put a stumbling block in front of the blind. Fear your God. I am God. Don't pervert justice. Don't show favoritism to either the poor or the great. Judge on the basis of what is right. Don't spread gossip and rumors. Don't just stand by when your neighbor's life is in danger. I am God. Don't secretly hate your neighbor. If you have something against him, get it out into the open. Otherwise, you are an accomplice in his guilt. Don't seek revenge or carry a grudge against any of your people. Love your neighbor as yourself. I am God. Keep my decrees. Don't mate two different kinds of animals. Don't plant your fields with two kinds of seeds. Don't wear clothes woven of two kinds of material. If a man has sex with a slave girl who is engaged to another man, but has not yet been ransomed or given her freedom, there must be an investigation. But they aren't to be put to death because they, because she wasn't free. The man must bring a compensation offering to God at the entrance to the tent of meeting. A ram of compensation. The priest will perform the ritual of atonement for him before God with the ram of compensation for the sin he has committed. Then he will stand forgiven of the sin he committed. When you enter the land and plant any kind of fruit tree, don't eat the fruit for three years. Consider it inedible. 
By the fourth year, its fruit is holy, an offering of praise to God. Beginning in the fifth year, you can eat its fruit. You'll have richer harvests this way. I am God, your God. Don't eat meat with blood in it. Don't practice divination or sorcery. Don't cut the hair on the sides of your head or trim your beard. Don't gash your bodies on behalf of the dead. Don't tattoo yourselves. I am God. Don't violate your daughter by making her a whore. The whole country will soon become a brothel filled with sordid sex. Keep my Sabbaths and revere my sanctuary. I am God. Don't dabble in the occult or traffic with mediums. You'll pollute your souls. I am God, your God. Show respect to the aged. Honor the presence of an elder. Fear your God. I am God. When a foreigner lives with you in your land, don't take advantage of him. Treat the foreigner the same as a native. Love him like one of your own. Remember that you were once foreigners in Egypt. I am God, your God. Don't cheat when measuring length, weight, or quantity. Use honest scales and weights and measures. I am God, your God. I brought you out of Egypt. Keep all my decrees and all my laws. Yes, do them. I am God. God spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites, each and every Israelite and foreigner in Israel who gives his child to the god Molech must be put to death. The community must kill him by stoning. I will resolutely reject that man and cut him off from his people by giving his child to the god of Molech. He has polluted my sanctuary and desecrated my holy name. If the people of the land look the other way as if nothing had happened when that man gives his child to the god Molech and fail to kill him, I will resolutely reject that man and his family, and him and all who join him in prostituting themselves in the rituals of the god Molech. I will cut off, I will cut off from their people. I will resolutely reject persons who dabble in the occult or traffic with mediums, prostituting themselves in their practices. I will cut them off from their people. Set yourselves apart for a holy life. Live a holy life because I am God, your God. Do what I tell you, live the way I tell you. I am the God who makes you holy. Any and every person who curses his father or mother must be put to death. By cursing his father or mother, he is responsible for his own death. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, the wife, say, of his neighbor, both the man and the woman, the adulterer and adulteress, must be put to death. If a man has sex with his father's wife, he has violated his father. Both the man and woman must be put to death. They are responsible for their own deaths. If a man has sex with his daughter-in-law, both of them must be put to death. What they have done is perverse, and they are responsible for their own deaths. 
if a man has sex with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is abhorrent. They must be put to death. They are responsible for their own deaths. If a man marries both a woman and her mother, that's wicked. All three of them must be burned at the stake, purging the wickedness from the community. If a man has sex with an animal, he must be put to death, and you must kill the animal. If a woman has sex with an animal, you must kill both the woman and the animal. They must be put to death, and they are responsible for their deaths. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or mother, and they have sex, that's a disgrace. They must be publicly cut off from their people. He has violated his sister and will be held responsible. If a man sleeps with a woman during her period and has sex with her, he has uncovered her fountain and she has revealed her fountain. Both of them must be cut off from their people. Don't have sex with your aunt on either your mother's or father's side. That violates a close relative. Both of you are held responsible. If a man has sex with his aunt, he has dishonored his uncle. They will be held responsible and die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, it's a defilement. He has shamed his brother. They will be childless. Mark chapter 8 verses 11 through 38. When they arrived, the Pharisees came out and started in on him, badgering him to prove himself, pushing him up against the wall. Provoked, he said, Why does this generation clamor for miraculous guarantees? If I have not anything to say about it, you'll not get so much as a hint of a guarantee. He then left them, got back in the boat, and headed for the other side. But the disciples forgot to pack a lunch, except for a single loaf of bread. There wasn't a crumb in the boat. Jesus warned, Be very careful. Keep a sharp eye out for the contaminating yeast of Pharisees and the followers of Herod. Meanwhile, the disciples were finding fault with each other because they had forgotten to bring bread. Jesus overheard and said, Why are you fussing because you forgot bread? Don't you see the point of all of this? Don't you get it at all? Remember the five loaves I broke for the five thousand. How many baskets of leftovers did you pick up? They said, Twelve. And the seven loaves for the four thousand? How many bags full of leftovers did you get? Seven, he said. Do you still not get it? They arrived at Bethsaida. Some people brought a sightless man and begged Jesus to give him a healing touch. Taking him by the hand, he led him out of the village. He put spit in the man's eyes, laid hands on him, and asked, Do you see anything? He looked up. I see men. They look like walking trees. So Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again. The man looked hard and realized that he had recovered perfect sight, saw everything in bright 2020 focus. Jesus sent him straight home, telling him, 
don't enter the village. Jesus and his disciples headed out for the villages around Caesarea Philippi. As they walked, he asked, Who do the people say I am? Some say John the Baptizer, they said. Others say Elijah. Still others say one of the prophets. He then asked, And you? What are you saying about me? Who am I? Peter gave the answer, You are the Christ, the Messiah. Jesus warned them to keep it quiet, not to breathe a word of it to anyone. He then began explaining things to them. It is necessary that the Son of Man proceed to an ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the elders, high priests, and religion scholars, be killed, and after three days rise up alive. He said this simply and clearly so they couldn't miss it. But Peter grabbed him in protest, turning and seeing his disciples wavering, wondering what to believe. Jesus confronted Peter. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. Calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way I'm leading you when you get around your fickle and unfocused friends, know that you'll be an even greater embarrassment to the Son of Man when he arrives in all the splendor of God, his Father, with an army of the holy angels. Psalm chapter 42 Verses 1 through 11. A white tailed deer drinks from the creek. I want to drink, God, deep draughts of God. I'm thirsty for God alive. I wonder, will I ever make it, arrive and drink in God's presence? I'm on a diet of tears tears for breakfast, tears for supper. All day long, people knock at my door, pestering. Where is this God of yours? These are the things I go over and over, emptying out the pockets of my life. I was always at the head of the worshiping crowd, right out in front, leading them all, eager to arrive and worship, shouting praises, singing thanksgiving, celebrating, all of us, God's feast, why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God. Soon I'll be praising again. He puts a smile on my face. He's my God. When my soul is in the dumps, I rehearse everything I know of you. From Jordan depths to Hermon Heights, including Mount Mizar. Chaos calls to chaos, 
to the tune of Whitewater Rapids. Your breaking surf, your thundering breakers, crash and crush me. Then God promises to love me all day. Sing songs all through the night. My life is God's prayer. Sometimes I ask God, my rock-solid God, why did you let me down? Why am I walking around in tears, harassed by enemies? They're out for the kill, these tormentors with their obscenities, taunting day after day. Where is this God of yours? Why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God. Soon I'll be praising again. He puts a smile on my face. He's my God. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 17. The road to life is a disciplined life. Ignore correction and you're lost for good. This concludes our reading for today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this new day. Thank you for a new week. Father, thank you for this clean slate of a week in front of us. Father, on this day where it's easy for many to to get down in the dumps, and get depressed about what might be out in front of us. Father, many of us with jobs we might not like or people we might not want to be around at times. Father, there's so many things that we can be sad about, Jesus. But Father, help us to just focus on you today and on the hope that you bring, on how far you've brought us in our life. And even if there's circumstances and things that we wish were changed in our lives, in our families, within our friends' circles, with any gossip that we might think is going on or our sickness and disease that gets us down, We just give you praise, Father God, for you are good in the highs and the lows, on the mountaintop experiences and in the valleys. Help us to praise you, Jesus, in the storms of life and in the good times in life. We love you, God, and we thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you once again for joining me today. It is a joy, honor, and a privilege to be with you each and every day. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me, reading and listening to the Bible in a year. I hope the rest of your day is blessed. Go in peace. And I will be waiting for you here tomorrow.